Welcome to Permission to Fail, the podcast. My name is Bella Kaja and join me as I explore the stories about failures and how we can turn them into meaningful success. Each week, I discuss topics that matter to women and together with our experts in this subject matters, I hope you find strength amidst all life's challenges. This episode is brought to you by the Breastfeeding Mothers Support Group, a vibrant community of breastfeeding mothers who find emotional support, encouragement, companionship, and information in the organization. Don't forget to sign up for the big latch on that's happening this Sunday on the 8th of August 2021 where mothers come together to collectively walk 56,000 steps in the name of supporting mothers and all that they do. For more information on how to sign up, please visit www.breastfeeding.org.sg. Hey everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Permission to Fail, the podcast. And today we have a really special episode dedicated to all there is to know about breastfeeding. And who better to have on our show than the women behind the Breastfeeding Mothers Support Group, the president of the organization, Katim Hamidun, and lead trainer, Dr. Maithali Pandi, who formed the EXCO members of the organization. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have the both of you here. Dr. Maithali, Katim, it's an honor for you to be here. So let's get start this conversation about motherhood. We all know it's not easy and while there are challenges ahead, we also know that being a mother is an absolute joy. So Dr. Maithali, why are women struggling to find a footing when it comes to parenting and in this case, breastfeeding itself when they are first starting off? Well, I think most mothers want to do their best for their babies. And I think that's mm. a fact. Everyone wants the best for their child. Mm. And when they are given the right information, they will make the right choice, right? Mm. Whatever that mm. choice may be. So mm. our role as a part of the Breastfeeding Mother Support Group is to provide this information for the mothers so then they can make the best decision that they can mm. for their families mm. and for their babies. Mm. And, and that's what I see myself doing. So I'm an advocate mm. for breastfeeding. I'm also an advocate for being able to impart that knowledge to every single mother. And that's what I, that's what I stand for, even as wow. a lecturer, consultant, as a lead trainer, wow. as, wow. You know, as, a, as a doctor. That's what I yeah. stand for in all various yeah. avenues of their lives. And are you enjoying, ladies? Are you enjoying this journey of trying to understand uh, more women, um, you know, be in tune with their bodies? I mean, it's a very difficult conversation. Sometimes it's even so sensitive yeah i would have like friends go like can't, i can't relate to her because i can't have milk you know like uh, at the end of the day like how do you feel about women with different needs can we really help everyone women are so different right we are inbuilt in so many ways do you think the support group can help uh raise that awareness that i know i just mentioned about like women being different and in tune with their bodies not every woman can have breast milk 
So studies show that 99.9% of mothers can breastfeed. Of course, mm. there are variations in the human body. There are some women who are born with certain uh, difficulties. Sometimes they're born with, you know, insufficient glandular tissue. There could be like hormonal issues. There could be other issues that may act as a stumbling block to the whole process of being able to produce breast milk. But mm, mm. even then, breastfeeding doesn't have to be all or nothing. Every woman is able to provide breast milk, even if it's in a little quantity. And that's yeah. the magic of the human body. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, that's something that I always try and encourage mothers to do. Breastfeeding can happen. It, and it doesn't yeah. mean that you have yeah. to provide milk. You could provide support just by being having your baby at the breast. And that's also very important for all mothers to know about. Um, that's the magic. See, breast milk yeah. is a superpower. Breastfeeding is the whole yeah. process of being able to use that superpower. It's like flying, yeah. right? You yeah, can yeah, win, yeah. but you might not be able to fly. <laughs> and, and that's True. okay. So, you know, we, want, we still want to educate and empower each and every single mother to be able to do that. I mean, your yeah. breasts are, are there for a reason, right? So, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you know, I have heard of miracle stories, right, of like uh, women who adopt and they are able to breastfeed their child. And I've always wondered like, wow, like how, how did that even happen? I mean, like we're talking about adopted babies and how the mothers, right, um, the adoptive parents or moms, right, can actually breastfeed. So I believe that like women have the capacity um, to actually have the space for milk uh, for their newborns. So let's talk about you know your own kids, your own children, right? Uh, over here at Permission to Fail, we want to talk about failures very openly. We want to talk about it uh, very genuinely because we want to tell everyone that it is okay to have your down days, right? As a mom or as a, um, you know, when you first started out, you know, with your baby, was it very hard? You know, what was your journey like as a new mom in that space where, you know, you've not even joined any support group, like there's no support group, in, uh, you know, before for this. How do you actually, you know, like, like pacify yourself, right? What was that journey like, uh, Katim, for you as a, as a mom? I think, you know, besides, despite um, preparing myself um, to, to prep myself for breastfeeding, right? I mean, as a first-time mother, there was always self-doubt that I could actually do it. I think, like, you know, is it enough? Why is the baby still crying? Why is he not lacking yeah. properly? So you get yeah. panicky, you know, and then the people around you are like, are you sure you're doing the, the right thing? Your baby will suffer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your baby will suffer <laughs> if you do not do the wow. right thing. Yes. Wow, yeah. wow. These are the common things that mothers always face. Uh, I would say 100% wow. of the time. So, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, the, the right support is like so, 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 so crucial. Um in, in mm. having the, 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 you know, a great breastfeeding journey, like a great start. So mm. when there is yeah. doubt, when there is like negativity in your environment, mm. it's, it's just so difficult. Mm. So, yeah, mm. I mean, uh, I think I ended up with, uh, with, with formula for uh, one or two bottles of formula at first because, uh, because mm. the nurse kept telling me, you know, oh, you know, you should rest. You don't have enough to begin with. So, yeah, mm. I think at, at that point, it was like my breaking point already. Yeah. I did end up with that. But mm. um, but the thing is, um, when I had my second child, I was, mm. uh, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. So, I, wow. I think, you know, I don't need anything. I, I just need me and my baby. Yeah. So, yeah, knowledge yeah. is power. Knowledge is really power. Yeah. Informed, yeah. informed consent and knowledge, it's all there. And... Yeah. Again, when you do have it, when you do know better, sometimes you just need extra push around you to help you 
to, to continue mm-hmm. with the choice that you made. Yeah. And just conversing with you um, gives me so much uh, already information of what I should expect. Um, I have been, you know, uh, married for seven years um, and I'm going through like a, like, you know, a very, a very rough infertility uh, journey. But there is always that hope, right? Uh, and all, all of us are holding on to hope. And even if, like, you know, as a new mom, uh, as, as, uh, as a new mom you are always telling yourself that, like, uh, this, there's always going to be a better day tomorrow. And I know that this is uh, very, very hard for our listeners. Uh, I mean, I, am, I have a lot of women coming up to me and telling me their struggles, um, especially when it comes to raising their child, right? Especially their newborns, because there's that fear of, like, I just don't know what to do. And that is why we call there's these things like postnatal blues. And these are the things that a lot of women don't really want to share because the idea of just being depressed is such a failing thing. Like that is just a narrative that they just don't even want to acknowledge. Dr. Mithili, how can we talk about this openly and readily so that more women can understand that having or, or, or going through that motion of like, you know, that depression, that down days, right? Is actually quite okay, or is it really okay? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we all go through a barrage of, of emotions on a single mm. day, right? Yeah. And there are some days where we just doubt yeah. ourselves. I mean, is this, yeah. is this really yeah. okay? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, of course, you've got your ups, you've got some of us also have really low downs. Now, after your mm. child's been born, you know, mm. during the pregnancy, you're like, oh, I can do this. I'm going to have a mm. baby. I'm going to mm. be so amazing. I'm going to breastfeed. <laughs> I'm going to do this. And then, and then your baby arrives and this yeah. little lump of human flesh is, is doing nothing else but you know it's fucking the life out of you yeah. <laughs> literally literally <laughs> and pooping it all out you know it's fucking the life out of you and pooping yeah. it out right yeah so yeah yeah that in itself mm. can cause mm. so much of discontent you know like mm. after mm. all of this hype of, of giving birth and having this baby mm. all i'm doing is just you know feeding it and changing mm. diapers and feeding mm. it and changing diapers and it's a never-ending cycle mm. so mm. mothers of course with the changes on the hormone levels as well it does have a huge impact on their mental well-being mental mm. health um, and if they don't have the right support, if they don't have a partner who's going to be with them and, and holding mm. their arms and, and saying, it's okay, we are going to get through this together, it can be such a challenge to navigate mm. the emotions. So it is, uh, it is true and it's there. We, we have something called the postnatal blues, which is actually when mothers are not feeling Happy. You know, they, they mm. are days that they're just down, they, they cry, mm. you know, they're just not mm. feeling up to it. And yeah. then there's something called postnatal depression. And that's when mm. nothing actually gets them happy enough. They may also feel um, like their uh, emotions that they want to, you know, hurt themselves or hurt their child, which sounds yeah. so wrong, right? Yeah. But these are real emotions that mothers go through. Mm. And, and you know, one in three mothers actually do have these emotions. And it's it's normal. And it's important to be able to ask for help. And and that's the most important thing. Put your hand yeah. up and say, I need help and ask. There's so many yeah. organizations that provide help. It's just a matter of asking for it. And being aware, I suppose, that's the most important thing. Being aware of the fact that your emotions can change yeah. during these very precarious couple of weeks after the child's been born. 
Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned the statistics mm-hmm. is actually quite alarming. I'm, I'm just trying to like absorb this, right? You're saying one in three mothers are actually going through exactly what we we're just talking about, like postnatal depression. Blues. 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 blues wow, wow. Yeah. So yeah, blues wow. is 30%. And out of that 30%, 30%. yeah. Um, one in one, I think, was the stats? Hatim, I think it's it's ten percent actually do have a little bit of uh, postnatal depression. Mm. So I mean, the mm. the numbers are quite mm. um, alarming. High. Alarming, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it is alarming. Um, and and you know, oftentimes we find you know that these cases that come out of the newspapers about this mother who might have you know caused harm to herself yeah. or even to her baby, and yeah. indefinitely that has to be some kind of mental health issue there. Yeah, and. Yeah. 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 So where to yeah. go for help? I think that's a very important question. And yeah. there are yeah. organizations, there are doctors first, you know, speak yeah, to a doctor about first. it. Mm-hmm. Um, every mother who has given birth will be given a postnatal check. And usually mm. that could be in a week. Sometimes it's in six weeks. Six weeks is a bit long. So yeah. what we often say is get a screening tool done. And that screening tool mm. would tell us whether there is um, any evidence of postnatal blues or depression. Mm. And if mm. there is evidence of that, then the next step mm. would be to speak to a counsellor, a therapist, or even if it's, it's worryingly so, mm. then speaking to a psychiatrist help. Mm. Organizations yeah. called Clarity uh, that provides mental health support. Hatim, do you want to speak about that? Wow. Uh, yes, please. Uh, enlighten me. What is Clarity? Is that it? Clarity? Yes. Uh, yes. It is Sorry. actually a counselling um, agency, if I'm not mistaken. And they do have... Wow. Um, they do provide service and support for mothers who have postnatal depression. So actually, Clarity is one of the hotlines that we give uh, mothers um, access to for them to um, seek a counselling, seek counselling support. Um, mm. and besides that, there are, I mean, you can actually go to um, your OBGYN or your or KKH or NUH mm. for the women's mm. centres. They do provide support mm. for mental health as well. Well, there's so many, yeah. right? Yes. There's, there's so many. Uh, wow. And if the, the existence of such um, hotlines or support groups or, you know, counsellors um, is testament to the fact that this is normal. Like what women uh, and, and their struggle to breastfeed the very first time, um, their struggle, that struggle is normal. I like the fact that you have um, you have actually enlightened me by saying that like, you know, we started off thinking like, okay, I'm going to have this baby and that baby's <laughs> going to pop and I'm really excited. I have like, you know, the, the, you know, the little, you know, the little sock and all that kind of thing. And when it came to breastfeeding and the reality of doing the motion, the everyday motion, that is tough. That's very tough. Yeah, and we, we talk about partners and having a supportive husband. Tell me, um, so walk me through. Are they truly supportive? <laughs> or like, a, I mean, like, uh, we, we hear of the husbands go like, ah, oh, you can do this, la. I, I, I will just support you from the, you know, from the back. Or like, hands-on husbands who go like, tell me what you need. Uh, what do you need, wifey? Like, um, do you need like a, another another pillow? Like, those kind of like husbands. So. What can husbands really do and, and uh, uh, when it comes to like, you know, supporting their wives truly, emotionally, physically, what can they, what can they do? Dr. Mightley? <laughs> well, they are a bodyguard. They're there to bounce to <laughs> the off evil. The bounces. And allowing the okay. door to be closed yeah. Yeah. such that you are there in a safe haven with your baby. Right mm, to say, mm. relatives come back later. The baby needs mm. the rest. The mama needs a rest. Mm, right, mm. he can feed the mama. 
Mm. You know, he can feed her. He can give her, you know, a, an extra pillow. Give her a yeah. foot rub. You know, yeah. um, give her that that privacy and and you know whatever else she may need when she sees mm. that when she sees that she's breastfeeding. Um, you know, you know, give her give her a, a cup of you know whatever she might want. You know, a drink, uh, some biscuits to nourish her soul. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So many other things that the the daddy can do too. You know, or the father yeah. or the partner can do too. It doesn't yeah. have to involve feeding. You know, yeah. he can bathe the baby. He can change the baby. He can rock the baby. He can bounce the baby. He can sing to the baby. There's so many other things he can do, such that the mother can then have a a break. Um, and okay, that's yeah. important. That's yeah. so important. Yeah, and it's always nice. It's always nice to see hands-on daddies and partners, um, uh, because there is a shed. I won't say a shed burden. I would definitely say it's a shed responsibility. Yeah, it's a shed responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's not a burden, ladies. It's not a burden. Okay. Uh, what we are doing is we are allowing our partners to work together in tandem with you, right? Um, and that in that moments of like um in that moments of like I mean you feel like you're such a failure. Remember, you have your partners and your husbands with you. So this podcast is to encourage them, right? To encourage more women to step up, to really step into that role of motherhood, um, and to assimilate themselves in this newfound uh, responsibility together with their husbands. So, I I I'm 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 in awe. And when that time comes for me, um, I I when I when I hear back this podcast. I know this is going to mean something to me. I know this is going to mean something to me uh, in a long, long run. Because today I have two very, very inspirational women with me who is sharing their truth. Um, you know, the uh, what they have done for the community, what they have done for the support group. So let's talk about the support group. I mean, like it's been around for, oh my goodness, Katim, tell me how long has the Breastfeeding Mothers Support Group been around? I think it's been around for quite a while. I um the the inkling of it began sometime in 1975, if not mistaken. <laughs> Look at that. Yes, back what? then we were called the Singapore Breastfeeding Mother Support Group. Um, oh, and, wow. Yeah, and and then um uh, due to some some administ- administrative issues, um they decided to regroup, mm. uh, rename it to the Breastfeeding Mother Support Group to what we are right mm. now. Uh, in 1991, yes. so it became an actual society, an actual charity in 1991, uh, which makes yeah. us 30 years old this year. Yeah, 30 so. years old. <laughs> Happy birthday, 30 years old, ladies! Wow, wow. Yeah. If you don't know already, um, they are on social media, and this week, uh, I I'm just so excited. You know, um, this week there's something really, really special that's going on. Tell us more, Katim. Tell us more about the big latch on for 2021. Okay, so the big latch on is this um annual event that we celebrate during the World Breastfeeding Week. So the big latch on started at about about ten years ago, if I'm mistaken. Um, there, it was then a current uh, a mass breastfeeding event where mothers mm. come together during the World Breastfeeding Week and latch their babies together at the same time. Wow. So usually it's at about wow. ten thirty a.m. in the morning or something like that. Wow! So, wow. so um, each country would have their own big latch on. So Singapore would be. Uh, for Singapore, that would be the BMSG la, as the official big latch on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we have been having this for like what seven, eight times, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I can't. I can't remember yeah. anymore. 
You get so, that. You get that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I think um, last year was the first time that we did a, a virtual event for this Latch On. Um, yeah. And that was interesting because when we had an on-site session, mm. we would have like mm. 30 to 50 mothers. But when we mm -hmm. had a virtual latch on last year, we had actually more. So we were quite pleased yeah. to do that. And we're hoping that for this year, we can yeah. have more mums to join in as well from the comfort of yes. their own homes. It's all on Zoom. You can just join in, sit in, get yourself comfortable, and you can just, you know, latch your babies together. And it's such an emotional process. I'm just trying to imagine how emotional this can be for the mom to do it together with another woman right uh, do you get emotional i mean i'm already emotional and i'm not even a mom yet like uh, i'm just an advocate for women and their bodies and their appreciation of themselves as a female and and just the idea of them latching together with another like with others um like them is really emotional like uh don't you think so dr Mindley? like uh, i mean like yeah tell me what were some of the good memories right of this event what do you think this event is going to do or help uh, another mother? Yeah. So especially during this pandemic, everyone's yeah. you know, locked into their own homes and they're stuck yeah. there with their mothers, uh, with their yeah. babies, right? So, yeah. And, and, you know, the whole sense of community is mm. it's been almost non-existent right like mm. if you see another mother on the road you have to keep a one meter safe distance right mm, yeah <laughs> yeah the sense of community has it's been almost it's, it's just not there anymore yeah. when a mother latches on and she sees on screen that there are all these other people breastfeeding advocating for breastfeeding that would give her a sense that hey i'm not alone i there yeah. are people out there doing the same thing as i am right at this very moment yeah and that gives the mom you know motivation to, mm. to continue doing what she's doing and she's not just mm. nourishing her baby she's nourishing her own soul yeah and, you know that's that's the most beautiful thing i i find um, yeah. I've stopped breastfeeding and I've stopped mm. breastfeeding for about five years now. But every yeah. time I look at it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my heart just you know, melts a little bit. Um, and I, yeah, love yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That closeness, um, that understanding of that uh, newborn skin to skin, that pain, even the pain of, you know, um, you know no being pain. bitten. Oh, no pain. <laughs> oh, no pain. <laughs> if you're pain, you're not latched on correctly. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's true. That's true. So, so tell me more more about the support group right uh, what can we expect from the group because i have listeners who may not even know the support group exists um and and only you know through social media then they understand oh yeah that's that's the community but what does the support group really really do so uh, let me know uh you know like uh, some of the things that you guys um actually do in the support group some of the events that you have ran before programs that we can expect um from the breastfeeding mothers support group Okay, so the Breastfeeding Mother Support Group, um, our vision is to have a breastfeeding Singapore. Like, like breastfeeding Ooh. is part of the social fabric. You know, going back to the norms yeah. because that's how we've yeah. been feeding our babies for millennia, right? So we want to get back to that. Like, you know, we, yeah. our, our women can do that. Too. Our women, um, you know, can feed their own babies. They don't need anybody else, like, in a sense. So, yeah, yeah I mean... In the end, we want that we don't have to be here anymore, BMSG. You see, because when it's yeah. part of the community, part of society, it's not a big deal anymore. Because yeah. mothers will, will be helping their own daughters and all these daughters will be helping their own friends. They don't need yeah. actual professional support and that kind of thing. So that's yeah. our vision, you know. Um, yeah. 
And yeah. what we do is a, a, a lot of things, actually. So that's mm. the counseling yeah. part where we help mothers. So, so what we do is we do a few things. Uh, number one, um, our so-called bread and butter is we counsel yeah. mothers. We counsel mothers yeah. when we they need help with breastfeeding, when they need help with whether this drug is breastfeeding friendly or not, whether, mm. um, you know, is this normal for a baby to be acting this way? Uh, um, mm. You know, all sorts of things that a mother usually worries about about her baby. And we do this through multiple platforms. So there's mm. the usual hotline. You can call us, mm -hmm. it's free. Um, mm -hmm. And you can WhatsApp us, the same number as well. Wow. Um, and you can go to our Facebook group, our closed Facebook mm. group, only for mothers, and ask mm -hmm. your heart's contents away. Lah. So all these things are free. Mm -hmm. um, and um, besides that, uh, we also mm -hmm. educate um, the public, educate mothers, educate fathers, educate families on breastfeeding. Excellent. Um, Excellent. And we do this through workshops. So we have the monthly prenatal workshops. And also um, back-to-work workshops where mothers who need to mm. go back to the office, how do they provide yeah. breast milk for their babies? How do they continue their breastfeeding relationship, right? Um, mm. So these ones, they are, um, they are, there is a payment for that, but it's quite affordable. Mm. And if you're a mm. chest card holder, you get free. You get to go wow. free. Yeah. That's that. how we chest can we continue yeah. to be of service to all sorts of families like in Singapore. And yeah, we do talks as well. So we used to do talks at the library, but um, due to this pandemic, that's mm -hmm. that's been suspended for the time being. Uh, yeah. So in order to counsel mothers, we need counsellors, right? So we do yeah. our own training of counsellors as well. Uh, we bought a license wow. for training from the Australian Breastfeeding Association. So nice. our, our curriculum is from that group uh, and it's been wow. selling as well so far. So wow. that's through education and workshops, right? Um, and yeah. besides that, we also do advocacy. So this is our yeah. third, uh, yeah. third prong of, um, of community service. La. So what we do is yeah. we contact agencies. We work with ministries yeah. to get breastfeeding as part of the national discussion of the national conversation. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So this is what we do. We we talk to schools, we talk to workplace, uh, to employers, we talk to mm. Mm. shopping malls. Many 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 mm. things are happening. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> many many things are happening. Uh, we have a lot of things uh, under yeah. our under under our sleeve now. And we also um, yeah. get in contact with other yeah. breastfeeding groups from all around the world um, to yeah. to know how they do their work and what can we learn yeah. from them. So we've learned a lot. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and the things that they do in their own part of the world is amazing. Like whatever they do, they're doing like much more. You know, they're pushing. Wow. And and wow. it's it's just amazing. So we learn a lot wow. from, from this all this network of um, of mothers and advocates. Yeah. Oh yes, for sure, for sure. There's always a lot to learn, and it sounds to me, and I know this for sure, because just one whiff into your socials and the content, even at the level of like the captions that were written in each and every single post, it is so intentional, and I am so um in awe by the dedication of every single person behind um you know behind the work that you do, and I know it's not easy. It's not easy, right? Number it's one. Not <laughs> It's not, it's not. Trust me, me trying to build communities, oh yeah, it ain't easy. <laughs> so like, uh, just to do this from the ground up and to have our, um, you know, the women before us, right, to do this back in the 70s when there was not much access to 
anything. I right? salute them. Uh, I don't know yeah, how they yeah. did that. I, I was just thinking, you know, I'm like 1970s. Okay, so like, um, and, and, and the advocacy that you're doing now and, uh, and the narrative continues, women are still struggling with breastfeeding. And here we are still trying to normalize breastfeeding, trying to normalize the idea of like, you know, your struggles aren't okay. This is what I went through and it's going to get better. And I salute the both of you. You have been doing this for years and years from the bottom of my heart. I mean, like, um, you need to know people are looking up to you. And I know this is not like, oh, and women wear many hats. And we both know that. All of us, we all know that, right? Dr. Maithali, I mean, like your day job and then Katim as well. And then like you're doing this at the same time. Um, have you ever like, you no, know, just pause and just like tap your shoulders and go like, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Like Dr. Maithali, how do you even manage to do all of this? Tell me what you do in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Your day job. Like, tell me, tell us. <laughs> so um, I'm a doctor. I'm a family physician. So um, I see patients. Most yeah. of the time, right now, what I do and I focus on is working with breastfeeding moms and babies. And that's my day job. And that's yeah. something I totally, absolutely love. And it's, wow. and, and that's just my part-time work because I, I I'm a full-time mother. I'm a mother yeah. to three beautiful kids. They're wow. 11, 9, and 7. Wow. And uh, two fur babies. I've got two dogs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that takes a chunk of my day. And yeah. that's also a lovely chunk of my day. I love it. Yeah. yeah. On top of that, I, I mean, we also do, each of us, Hatim and I, we also are counsellors. Um, mm. We work with a BMSG. So we wear very many different hats, right? Yeah. So, um, on top of that, we also are advocates in our own fields. And we work with the BMSG, so we're both part of the EXCO. We run the various programs. Uh, we, in all those three prongs, accounting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, outreach and advocacy, all of these three prongs are also worked on quite uh, intensely by the two of us yeah. and, and with yeah. the rest of the team. And that's yeah. the magic, you know, because we are able to multitask in so many different ways. We're able to, I don't know how well we do it, but I think we do a good <laughs> job, right? <laughs> with thousands of followers and like definitely for sure. Yeah, you don't need a lesson from like nimble to do anything, right? I mean, like this is amazing. Let's, let's talk about the women who are supportive of your journey. So let's talk about your mom right yeah 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 what were some of the pearls of wisdom you know your mother share with you to get you by you know like to get you by to have you kickstart this journey of motherhood tell us some of the things like pearls of wisdom from your mom to you when you first start out uh Khatib, go ahead well my mom was not the breastfeeding mother Ah, um, yeah. Right. So I think yeah. there was like a lot of conflict in the beginning um, wow, when when yeah. I decided to go exclusive breastfeeding, right? And wow. uh, through the quirk of history, that's how she was. She wasn't breastfeeding me because in the eighties, that was when Singapore was opening up industrialization, right? Um, they want a lot of mothers working in in workplaces. So formula milk yeah. was, um, you know, the convenient food for babies then. De facto, yes, yes. yes. De facto, it's, it's normalized formula milk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think um, it is fine if she could not give me um, breastfeeding advice, 
But what yeah. she always advised me was, you know, to be patient because I was like thinking, what's so hard about being patient? Just be patient. Like, you know? <laughs> But when you have your own lump of baby in front of you crying his head. So, yeah. yeah. So that's really, it, it took me to a different level. Like, okay, patience is really different. Wow. So, you know, it's, it's. So when you have your own baby, then wow. then you know they understand and understand the meaning of patience is so different to how you understand it now. Yeah. So yeah, 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 so, yeah. Wow, wow. Patience is key, and I think yes. um, the support group is teaching us to be holistic, a mom, right? Like um, you have the idea of like the mom was struggling, and at the same time the mom was not, and she's empowering others, she's advocating this, and I like the fact that you guys are truly supportive. True to his word, supportive of each other. I mean, you guys have been working together for so long, right? Um, and I'm very sure there's ups and downs. There were maybe arguments. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you guys have been doing this for very, very long, right? Um, and you guys have been supportive of each other. What were there times when you go like, you know what, Hatim, I don't think I can do this. I want to pull out, right? I think it's time for me um, to just pull out. I'm a dog mom. Mom to my three kids. I I can't do this, man. Yeah, I can't. Uh, Doctor Maitley, talk. Let's talk partnerships. Why is it important for us as women to truly empower and be supportive? Uh, and I'm very sure there are some struggles in there when you're building a community. It's not easy. And uh, tell us some of the down days. Yeah. Well, those down days often come when I have just had enough of everything, <laughs> right? And then those days happen, you know. You wear so many hats, and then you know everything just crumbles, and you mm. can tell that your patience wears thin. You just wanna take it all off and just go hide in the corner and and cry, right? I think we have to allow that to happen. Mm. You know, I think that, that we have to allow ourselves to feel it because mm. that's when that's when. We start to look inside a little bit. I mean, our yeah. bodies are only such, right? We can't take on the world every single day. Yes, yeah. on those days you can, but yeah. there are yeah. days where we just can't. I yeah. think that happened with me a couple of years ago when I was wearing multiple hats and and yeah. being the president of BMSG, and I said, mm. "No, nah, enough is enough. I can't do mm. this anymore. Mm-hmm. I've got to take it. Yeah, something's yeah. got to give, right?" Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I mean, Hatim and I have. I think we've worked together for many years, Hatim. I can't. Right. I don't even want to count right now. <laughs> Shows and, and if you did, if you did count, how many? <laughs> oh God! Do you really want to know? Um, yeah, how Hatim. many years of a friendship? Yeah. I I started working with the BMSG in 2010. Wow. And Hatim was one year ahead of or behind me. I can't behind you. Now. Was it behind you? One one year behind me. Wow. Yeah. And and yeah, we, we became we became buds when we joined as part of the EXCO, and that would have been wow. 2012, was it? Yeah. Wow. Something wow. like that. Yeah. Nine years. Wow. Nine years now. Wow. Wow. We're I'm not sure. revealing our age. Guys, <laughs> the math. Okay, we're not revealing our age. So I've drawn the many days where. She's wanted to shoot me or just. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, do, I do have an impact on some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, we've grown and we've yeah. uh, been able to work closely with each other. Yeah. And, yeah, and and you know there are days where I said, "Hatim, can you please help me out with this?" And you know she she steps in, and there are days yeah. where you know she says, "Come on, Mikey, wake up and do it right." And and I yeah. do right. Wow. And and that's the magic of a partnership, and that's the magic of working in a team. Yeah, that yeah. works. You know, yeah. there's teams that don't, and there's teams that work. And and yeah. I think the BMSG's current exco is a team of women who work together yeah. quite well. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what a beautiful um, <laughs> friendship and working partnership. I mean, like uh, this has been around for years. And for those who are just tuning in, um, the support group has been around for years and years. We are talking about Dr. Maithili, you know, just uh, a precedent um, for the support group once upon a time and then I'm passing the baton on to Hatim to actually take this over and it's not an easy job like you are trying to values change challenges are uh, 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 the struggles of women have changed and evolved as well and I am so glad that you guys have managed to actually stick it through and and continue this advocacy. So I my 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 hats off to you, right? My hats off to you. I'm quite so, surprised yeah, that I'm still here. I mean, I'm quite surprised <laughs> that we managed to be here still. You know, testament yeah. to the good teamwork. <laughs> Yes, excellent. I have to say this. I mean, like, off the record, I am just so proud of this whole journey that the both of you have. And coming from an outsider, just listening in. And then I, I know um, for those who are listening, um, there's actually a recording. I'm looking at them digitally, right? And they, the way they're smiling to each other. Let me just describe, right? The way they're smiling to each other, the way they're nodding to each other is a testament to, like, how far the friendship has, like, evolved through this time. So, if no one has said this to you, I am so proud of you guys for, for doing this. <laughs> what you guys are doing is amazing. So let's talk about this book. What about this book? <laughs> book. Right. Oh my gosh. When I saw this book, my sweet baby. I mean, like, I am just um, in awe of the illustration. The story, the sensitivity, the words, the description, right? And, and the di- I have to celebrate is the diversity that is being celebrated in this book. Unbelievable. Who came out with this idea? So, yes, I would like to know. Let's get down to it. Who came out with this idea? What what transpired? Let's talk about that. So, yes, um, yes. myself and Farain, one of the EXCO members, uh, we actually went to this breastfeeding conference in KL um, wow. sometime about two years ago. And when wow. we went there, we were like looking at all the other organizations, like what what they have, the kinds of yeah. um, you know or kinds of gifts that they have. One yeah. of my favorite pictures in this book, yeah, yeah, is um, this. Did you see this page? Oh yes, the playground that I was the at. Playground. Yes, yes, and look yes. At that. <laughs> I mean that's God my day. favorite picture yeah. of the I, I I have I have to agree. I literally lived once upon a time in Yishun, an old estate that had that picture and still do. It's just that they changed the sand to carpet, and I'm like, that's my childhood. So yeah, okay, let's let's. They let's still have the it. idea. They still have it. They still oh. have it. You know, the one yeah, in Tampines was Yishun. torn down. Ah, they still yeah. have it. They still have it. You should so, be okay. So let's talk about that. So yeah, um, Farhan and I were at um, this conference in KL, uh, where they were inviting right. um, breastfeeding counselors and advocates from all over Asia, if I'm not mistaken. So when we we're looking at what they have, and then we realized that the Indonesians they have this book, "Mummy, What Do Mama. Babies Eat." Mama, yeah, and, apa si? yeah? and then we wow. were like thinking, "Hey, they have this. They have this. Wow. How come they wow. have this?" <laughs> 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 and then yeah and I was like fine you know you you're a writer you should read um uh, you should write a you should write a breastfeeding book and then unbeknownst to me Farine was having another discussion with one of our other exco member um Atika um she was approaching Atika the other day we should do a breastfeeding book but I don't know about what so uh-huh, then uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. It, it came together and I and then she said you know why don't we do a local um 
book about mm. breastfeeding and this is mm -hmm. how it came about. Right. So right, right, right. we wanted to end and we think that if you see, this is a lot of mothers latching, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all about yeah. mother's latching. Um, because right. we realized that in the society that we're at, we hardly see mothers breastfeed. We hardly see mothers latching. Uh, and even in books, it's just bottles, bottles and bottles. So we don't mm -hmm. see breastfeeding being normalized anywhere. So we want to do a book that we want uh, to have. Um, I think mm -hmm. that's like this one writer who says that if you want to write a book which is not there yet, then you write it. Mm -hmm. And so this yeah, is exactly wow. just what we did. I just got yeah. goosebumps just hearing that. <laughs> Go for it, right? Just do it. Yeah, yeah right. So um, I, I, I'm very sure you're proud of this book. So tell us, how can we buy My Sweet Baby? Um, you can actually buy this book um, from our website. I think um, after 8 August, we're going to have a different link for it. But everything will be at the website um, for you to okay. get the updated link. Um, so yeah. this book is actually part of our fundraising, uh, our fundraising project. So it costs about $30. So mm -hmm. um, the interesting is after 8 August, if you buy one book, um, there will be a one-for-one -one, um, contribution from Toadbot, if I'm not mistaken, um, to, to give us um, the exact same amount back. So if you're spending $30 on this book, we're going to get $60. So that's how we fundraise money. <laughs> that is excellent. The campaign. Uh, like, are you hearing this, ladies? And hands, if you are, if there are in this conversation, like, uh, look so, at that, right? One yeah, focus. support this us. Is this is how you support us. us. Yeah. And I'm going to drum this up like crazy, right? Like, I'm just going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about the book. I'm going to talk about the writers, the inspiration behind the book, the whole week, right, Um, of of helping you guys raise awareness to the big latch on. So um, this is it, ladies. Um, I am so amazed at your dexterity, your dedication, and your love for the women out there. So many of us who really need help, and you guys have made it a mission, right? A mission, your personal mission to go out of your way for the support group. I'm just so in awe of your dedication, truly. So let us know. Let us know how else I can help you in this, this discourse and this narrative. Just share with us why is it important for everyone. Come and join us at the big latch on that is happening on 8th of August. Because I'll be there uh, together, collectively on Zoom for this. I think that, you know, breastfeeding is such a big thing. It should be something that the community supports and celebrates especially during World Breastfeeding Week. So this is your time to show support for breastfeeding and for breastfeeding mothers and for them to celebrate um, what, what a healthy lifestyle choice this is. So yeah, it's not just a big lecture, actually. Um, we are having something special uh, with ActiveSG. Um, what, what interesting thing to, uh, for this year is that we're going to have a healthy active challenge, right? A 56K challenge, not 56 kilometers. Don't worry. I almost had a heart attack. 56K. Yeah, there you go. Okay. 56,000 steps. So from 1 to 8 August, or from 1 to 8 August, you can actually sign up um, to go to this challenge, to sign up for this challenge, to complete 56,000 steps between 1 to 8 and of August. And afterwards, you can continue to um, celebrate the big latch on with us. So with this 56K challenge, um, you don't have to do it alone. You know, if you think that you cannot do it alone, uh, you can actually tag with a friend or two or more to share these 56,000 steps together. So yeah, if you have the book already, wherever you go, you can actually take um, take a picture of you at the same place. Like for example, if you go to the Botanic Gardens, you can take a shot of yourself at the Botanic Gardens while doing this um, challenge. 
this with the 6k challenge so yeah and of course like, due to social distancing you don't have to go if you have four in a group don't go four in a group because like, we don't want to be <laughs> the reason why the <laughs> <laughs> be the reason right <laughs> why you will find or something like that so be smart about it you can go on your own or with a friend yes it doesn't matter you don't have to go out with your friends but as long as it's in the same team you can accumulate the steps together and get the challenge back when when that's done so yeah absolutely it's happening between first uh, all day to the 8th of august uh, in conjunction with get active singapore supported by our sg fund and i think this is such an amazing experiential initiative and all the best I think like this is going to gonna is going to be an excellent excellent get together. Uh, and Hatim, I I really really I'm so excited because I will be there. I will be there. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh, Doctor Mightily, is there anything else that you would like to add before uh we end uh, the episode? Hmm. Well, I mean, honestly, I think we need you to join us because this is going to be such an amazing experience for all of us. Um, it will be our second virtual big latch on, and you know. Whenever, whatever you can contribute to help us help other mothers, I think that would be the best thing that you can do. Get yeah. the book, get our merchandise, join our workshops, and breastfeed because that's the superpower. And if you can't breastfeed, and if you don't have breast to breastfeed from, yeah, support your colleagues who are breastfeeding and yes. support your friends who are breastfeeding because um, that's how we're going to have a healthier generation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's such a green well thing said. to do. You know, yeah. it's a green thing to do. It's yeah. environmentally yeah. friendly and, and we don't have as much methane as the cows do. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> That is so true. That is so true. I had such a wonderful time with you, Katim, the president of our breastfeeding um, mother support group. I had such a wonderful time with you, Dr. Maithili. I thank you once again for your time and all the best uh, for the future. Um, and I'm very sure this community will only grow from here. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining. And and I look forward, If um, for those who are actually very keen to sign up, the website is called breastfeeding.org.sg slash calendar. All right. So it's breastfeeding.org.sg slash calendar. You will see a ton of their events. You can go to their social media. You can go to all their platforms to just find out more about the support group. I thank you once again. It's been such a joy, such a joy to have you both. Um, and I look forward to working with you very, very closely. All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you so you. much. 